This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين My beloved brothers and sisters Indeed we should develop a much better relationship with Allah and every time we should be conscious of something known as taqwallahi azza wa jalla ya ayyuhalladhina amanu taqullaha haqqa tuqatih wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun o you who believe develop the correct relationship with allah develop the consciousness of allah in a way that it should be and don't die except in the condition of submission what that means is every moment of your life ensure that you are in submission to allah following his commands staying away from his prohibitions wherever you have faulted make sure that it was not out of the defiance of allah but rather it was out of your human weakness and it was a sin rather than defiance if it was a sin you need to make sure that you've engaged in seeking the forgiveness of allah on a daily basis several times a day because you don't know when you're going to die and if you don't know when you're going to die but you've been seeking the forgiveness of allah often then chances are the day you die you would have sought the forgiveness of allah several times before you left the world and that would be the best thing you could have on your slate for the day of judgment so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us don't die except in the condition of submission make sure that when you die you have something good to give to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala your record that which you're going to show him brothers and sisters we all know what has happened in beirut in lebanon very very sad really really depressing in fact very shocking and i can not even imagine what the people of beirut are going through right now this is not in any way undermining those who are going through difficulty and hardship across the globe be it kashmir be it palestine be it yemen be it parts of africa somalia wherever it may be be it bangladesh or india in fact the list is endless no matter how many countries i mention there will be from among you the viewers and listeners who are going to say well he didn't men- mention my place my country so that's the reason why i prefer not to mention the countries rather just to make mention generally of oh allah help those who are struggling wherever they are help those who are being oppressed no matter where they are and who they are oh allah stop the oppressor from oppression no matter who he is and so on because in that way you're not going to exclude anyone and you're not going to forget anyone but i want to spare a moment today to speak about 
the largest blast that I have known of in my life. And I am in my 40s and I must tell you, my brothers and sisters, I was shocked. I shed a few tears when I saw what happened. And we don't know. There are still investigations going on as to what exactly transpired. People are saying perhaps the early findings might be that it was negligence on the part of some. My brothers and sisters, no matter what it was, it has happened. People have lost their lives. People have perished. May Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus. Our duty unto those who've already gone to search for them, to look for them, to try and give them an honorable burial if possible, to give them that Salatul Janazah, that final prayer which they deserve to be able to give closure to their family members by finding them. Unfortunately, I would presume that with a blast of that magnitude, many would probably have perished and we would never be able to locate them. May Allah protect us because they've perished into thin air with such a huge blast. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for the people of the city, for the loved ones who are looking for their loved ones who don't even know whether they're alive or not. I cannot imagine how that must be. And not just one, but hundreds of people. So many have been injured. Subhanallah. Thousands are injured. My brothers and sisters, my dua goes out to you, those who are affected. In fact, our dua as an ummah is with you and all those across the globe, no matter where they are, who are struggling and suffering in any way. May Allah's help be with you. Then those who are injured, our duty is to reach out to them, to try our best to be able to help them. Imagine, generally wealthy people have lost their homes. They've lost their properties, belongings. Subhanallah, people who've never been used to that, suddenly homeless without anywhere to go. Imagine what must be their state of mind. May Allah strengthen them. May Allah grant them strength in their iman, conviction. May Allah grant them sabr, jameel, a beautiful patience, perseverance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help them never to give up. My brothers and sisters, when Allah tests you, don't give up. I will never understand what Allah has in terms of wisdom to the degree beyond which Allah has given me the understanding of, which is so minimum that it's not even worth mentioning. Allah says generally towards mankind, وَمَا أُوتِيتُمْ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا Indeed, you have not been given knowledge except very little, referring to mankind. So this is why we may not understand what Allah has had in terms of wisdom. But what I do know is as a human being, as a Muslim, as a believer, I will reach out to those who've lost their loved ones and tell them reassuringly that Allah definitely has a better plan. They may say, well, what is that plan? I wouldn't know the plan of Allah. But I know that if we bear patience, Allah says, إِنَّهُ مَن يَتَّقِي وَيَصْبِرْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِيعُ أَجْرَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Indeed, the one who develops the correct relationship with Allah is conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and bears patience. Allah will never ever waste the reward of the believers. Subhanallah. The reward of those who do good actually. 
because it's a very, very big deed to bear patience and to be able to develop a relationship with Allah during these trying times. So therefore, my duty is to reach out to these who have been affected with some clothing, perhaps some mattresses and blankets and pillows, perhaps some tents and fresh water, perhaps medical supplies. That's just the basics that come to mind right now. But many other things, subhanallah, a good word, a word of guidance. And that's what we're doing right now with this lecture to remind all of us to say, my brothers and sisters, make dua, pray, supplicate, call out to Allah, not just for yourself, but for those who are struggling. The real struggles, they're going through a lot of difficulty and hardship. So this blast, my brothers and sisters, was such that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone knows the magnitude of it. Like I said, in my life, I've never witnessed something of that magnitude. I've not even heard of something of that magnitude in terms of a blast. What I do learn is, let's never be negligent, no matter what. Never put the lives of others at risk. Always deal with hazards immediately, without delay. Always make sure that if there were to be a disaster, it wouldn't be so bad. We cannot be that foolish, my brothers and sisters. If what they are saying was the reason of the blast, then definitely, and we will find out soon when the investigations come to an end. But if that is the case, one of the basic lessons we learn is never take things for granted. Never say, I will do this tomorrow when you are putting lives at risk. Never. Always make sure you understand and realize do it today. Do it now. Make sure you've saved lives. If you've saved a single life, it is as though you've saved entire humanity. And if you've caused the death of one, you've caused the death of entire humanity. May Allah protect us. So that's what I learned as well. Not to be negligent at all. When you're driving, when you're going to work, when you're storing things that are hazardous, even if it's just a knife or a scissors, think of your children, the little ones. Make sure that your house is friendly to those who are there. And this is why the Prophet ﷺ tells us about the levels of Iman. That Iman has many levels. The highest level of Iman and faith in Allah, belief in Allah, is to say there is none worthy of worship besides Allah. And the lowest level, listen to what he says. The lowest level of faith in Allah, which means it is a sign that you believe in Allah, is what? To remove a harmful object from the path of the people. A stone, a rock, to cover a pothole is an act of worship. If there is something hazardous on the road to warn people, is actually an act of worship. Because we as believers should never ever want even a little harm to affect others, even though it was not caused by us. But the fact that we found it, we should pause, stop for a moment, remove the harm or issue a warning to those who might be using that road or that path regarding the harm that we were unable to eradicate. That's the minimum part of your iman. So part of our faith as Muslims is not even to cause harm to others. And if there is harm, to think of ways of how to protect human beings 
from any harm. If that is your Lord and his instruction to you, what do you think your Lord instructs when it comes to hurting people, when it comes to harming people, when it comes to taking the lives away of people? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all, grant us a lesson. My brothers and sisters, let's be responsible in the way we do things. Let's understand, yes, we must benefit others. خَيْرٌ nasi أَنفَعُهُمْ nas. If the hadith says, as I've quoted, the best of people are those who are the most beneficial to the rest of the people. In that case, the opposite of it would be true. The worst of people are those who harm the people the most. Subhanallah. Ask yourself, do you harm others? Be it in your home and be it out of the home. Be it verbal, physical, whatever it may be, emotional. If you're harming others, you're probably from the category that's being warned about by the understanding of that narration that I made mention of referring to the best. If the best are those who help, then the worst are those who harm. Where would we stand on the day of judgment if we have harmed people? Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease. And this is why the Prophet Muhammad always tells us, the Almighty continues to help his slave for as long as that slave is busy helping another, another, someone else, another slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, another creature of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My brothers and sisters, I urge you, I urge you to help those who are struggling and Allah will help you. For as long as you are helping those who have less than you, even though you might not have so much, Allah will grant you contentment and the feeling that you are indeed blessed. Imagine those who were saved by the nick of time. In this blast in Beirut, may Allah make it easy for everyone. But those who were saved, those who were not exactly where they were meant to be, if they were meant to be in the vicinity of this blast, they must be thanking Allah. And at the same time, there are others who are crying and weeping because they cannot find their loved ones. Chances are, they won't in most cases. May Allah make it easy for them. May Allah make it easy for them. The thought of what has happened. And like I say, this is not the only place on earth that it has happened in. But the magnitude this time was such that it compelled me to talk about it. May Allah make it easy. Our brothers and sisters are struggling across the globe. Much of it is caused by man. Indeed, corruption, chaos has spread. It's become rampant on earth and at sea because of what man has earned. Man has done things. Man has done so many things. Allah says, in order for them to taste some of their deeds so that they can return to us. So yes, we do know that a lot of chaos is happening on earth. But there are innocent people caught up. What about them? So many innocent people have just lost their lives. What about them? So there are criminals, yes, who are causing some of these problems, be it political, be it otherwise. In, more, in different countries of the world, it would be for different reasons. Sometimes it's just a natural disaster. But sometimes it's man-made. And like Allah says, it's because of what you've done. Things happen. As for those who are good, those who are innocent, those who are caught up in such a mess, those who are caught up in war zones, yet they are innocent. The children, the loved ones, the beautiful people who've been helping others. Allah says, 
if it was your time, I've taken you to a better place. I've taken you to a better place. For you, it was a blessing. While for others, it may have been a punishment. All depends on who you are, what you've been doing, how you've led your life. So for those of us who've remained behind, waiting for our turn to be going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we never know when that's going to be. It's obviously a lesson for us where we're taught to lead our lives in a beautiful way such that when we go, it will be a blessing. We'll be going to a much better place. As for the evil ones, Allah says, here goes. There are two things. Those who've perished and they were evil. Only Allah knows what's going to happen. I'm not the judge and I'm not the owner of heaven and hell. But I do know my Lord is merciful and at the same time he is just. But my brothers and sisters, those who were evil and they've remained behind. For them, they either become better people, repent and turn to Allah, which would mean this was a blessing. Or if they become more evil, and they, they don't turn to Allah, they turn away and go further away from Allah, then this was not even a lesson for them. What was it? It may have been a punishment, it may not. Let's not let that happen. My brothers and sisters, we must change our lives for the better. And when we reach out to those in need, Allah will handle, manage and grant us ease during the days of our need. Remember that. If, if you were used to reach out to someone at a time of his or her need, at a time of your need, Allah will reach out to you through someone perhaps who may come to you sent by Allah. May Allah grant us goodness. Brothers and sisters, it is a lesson for all of us. Like I told you, the lesson of negligence is learnt. The lesson of seizing the opportunity to become closer to Allah is learnt. The lesson of reaching out to those who have been affected is learnt. Encouraging others to reach out and improving ourselves. My brothers and sisters, we must improve ourselves in every way we can. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us ease. Yes, there are people, unfortunately, who have... Unfortunately, we must mention this. There are people who have seized the opportunity to engage in criminal activity by collecting funds or pretending to collect funds when they themselves are just going to usurp that wealth. If you have collected a single penny for a cause, wallahi, in the court of Allah, you are answerable for every penny you've collected. You need to make sure it gets to the cause that was said, wherever it was pledged, whatever it may have been. This is why those of us who might be running charities, those of us who are collecting funds maybe for a certain cause, remember, it's by far one of the most difficult jobs you could ever have. The scrutiny on the Day of Judgment is going to be such that it's going to take you a very, very long time to pass through. That scrutiny is something that is going to be severe. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَأْمُرُكُمْ Allah instructs you to fulfill the trust to those whom you had said you would fulfill it to. Or Allah instructs you to fulfill the trust to those whom it belongs to. Subhanallah. And on the Day of Judgment, you will be questioned about everything. So let's be responsible. 
And whenever we are donating, it's very important for us to verify, not just once, but a few times, to make sure that when you're giving, you're giving to the right place, the right people, those who are going to execute the job exactly as they have said. Because primarily, I'm supposed to be doing it myself, but because I'm so busy in my own life, I can, I can appoint someone else. But who are you appointing? Are you appointing those who have no connection with Allah, no fear of Allah, they have no accountability, you don't know who they are, subhanallah, or those whom perhaps you know them, or someone whom you really trust has recommended them. And you would find if you were to follow up, that yes, the job has been done. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease. It's important to vet those whom you are giving the money to, whom you are assisting, because you don't want them to be fraudulent or fake. And sometimes they may be engaging in nefarious activity, being supported by you, and you wouldn't even know. So that is why it's our duty to make sure we know where we are donating and which causes we are supporting. I must admit, there are tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of good causes on earth. So many people are doing so much good work, but it requires a little bit of a research, a small bit of perhaps checking before you actually make your mind up and before you actually give the dollar or the pound or the rand more or less. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. The same applies in all the good charitable work we want to do, no matter when it is and where it is. Just make sure that you're giving it to people whom you trust, to people whom you know or someone whom you know knows and have recommended them. So my brothers and sisters, we pause for a moment to make dua for all those who are struggling and suffering across the globe. Oh Allah, we ask you to grant them ease. We ask you to grant forgiveness to those who've passed away and grant them rahmah, mercy. Give them jannatul firdaus. Oh Allah, we ask you to make it easy for the families of those who've been lost, not only in this tragedy in Beirut, but throughout the globe. Those who are struggling with the virus, those who are struggling in war zones, those who are going through any form of oppression. Oh Allah, help them in every way. Oh Allah, grant them ease. Oh Allah, alleviate their suffering. Oh Allah, grant them from your goodness and your strength. Strengthen them. Help them to bear patience. Oh Allah, grant them the miracle that is needed to remove them from the hardship and to create ease for them. You are the one who creates that ease. Oh Allah, we ask you to grant cure to all those who are sick and ill across the globe, to feed those who don't have any food, to grant clothing to those who are homeless, who don't have clothes, to grant shelter to those who are homeless, Ya Allah. We ask you to give hope to those who are hopeless. We ask you to grant mercy to those who feel they've been forsaken. Oh Allah, protect them. Protect the vulnerable. Those who are oppressed, Ya Allah, help them. The oppressor, stop them from oppression in whatever way you feel fit, Ya Allah. Oh Allah, help us navigate through these challenging times. Oh Allah, we ask you every goodness that Muhammad asked you. We seek protection from all the evil that he sought protection from, Oh Allah. We ask you to cure those who are sick and ill across the globe and to have mercy upon all those who've passed away to make it easy for their loved ones and their family members, Ya Allah. My brothers and sisters, these were just a few words I thought I'd share with you on this beautiful day, this Friday. We ask Allah to grant us a beautiful lesson to reach out to people, to behave responsibly, to read some of the Quran, to be able to change our ways and habits today.
to make them much better than they were yesterday. And to be able to do that every day so that we become better. Oh Allah, make us more responsible with the words that we utter from our mouths. Make us more conscious of the fact that every word we utter, we're going to be answerable to you about those words. Ya Allah, oh Allah, forgive our shortcomings and grant us paradise. Make us better people. Barakallahu li wa lakum wa nafa'ani wa iyaakum min al-Qur'ani wa sunnah wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum wa sallallahu wa sallama ala nabina Muhammad. والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته